Welcome to Graph of the Messiah with Gil Burgos. Good evening and welcome to Grounds of the Messiah with Gil Burgos. the Lord. That's Udagans and Naale. Tonight we have an interesting show. Uh, actually, I'm going to be going towards the, the going to the past, so to speak, if you want to uh, figure out what I'm trying to do. I'm going to go back to a past post from the New York Post. Now, this is very, very interesting that I came across this article. Um, I was doing some research on, uh, what was I on? On Facebook. And I happened to come across a video from uh, Dr. Michael Brown. I don't know how how recent it is that he did this. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't on, it wasn't on Facebook. It was on YouTube. I saw it on YouTube. I was scrolling through my YouTube channel and then I saw some videos there by him. And I saw one that really caught my eye. And I decided that 
this is really really interesting that i feel like i need to discuss this and actually if you go to the youtube channel after i give the title you'll be able to find the video and even watch it for yourself because it's it's kind of like it's kind of like i'm trying to figure it out what would transpired in the video between michael brown and the person he was interviewing a person named uh david costello i try to look up david costello the same gentleman on facebook and i couldn't find them maybe somebody else can uh find them for me and i'll be able to uh uh connect with him some kind of way but interesting enough i'm just going to get right into it and basically again this is from may 25th 2019 oh it's almost two years ago actually it's more than two years ago because we're in june and it was posted by the New York Post, and it's on all. I, when I did a Google search, um, it was like all over Jewish news and uh, J Post and uh, all kinds of uh, Jewish websites. I, I saw it when I was just scrolling, and it's interesting because the title is called "Fake Orthodox Couple Accused of Trying to Convert Jews to Christianity," and on the cover you see a woman. Uh, her name is Reeve, Rivka Weber. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll find out. Oh, yeah. I think that's his either his wife or relative. I'm going to find out a little bit more as I read the article to you. But I saw the video um, that Michael Brown was interviewing this guy. And the guy, uh, he's really kind of like, I don't know. He's really confused. He's not, to me, he doesn't sound christian but then again it sounds christian it doesn't make sense i know i'm not making sense either but the reason why i'm saying this is because he was talking the jargon of like jewish jargon and then he's talking christian jargon that's why it's all the confusion the only thing that made a difference between him and a, a real born again believer is that he doesn't believe that yeshua is the son of god he believes everything else but that, and I, I kind of wonder if kind of someone can really be a born again believer if they don't acknowledge the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I, I don't know, because to me, most cults are like that. They don't believe in the triune God. They, they believe that Jesus existed. They believe a lot of his teachings. But when it comes to his deity, red flag goes up. For, for people uh, who don't follow true, authentic Judeo Christianity. That's the problem with a lot of so called religions that profess to be Christian when they are not. So, from what I understand, for the years I've been serving the Lord, I always came to that conclusion that if you do not accept the fact that Yeshua is the Son of God, that He's God in the flesh, then, my brother, I don't think you, you're on the right page with me. We're, we're not really on the same page, so to speak. But let me just read this article and I'll reflect on it a little bit more. It starts out by saying David Costello and Rivka Weber look every bit a young Orthodox Jewish couple. Costello sports a yarmulke and Psylocks and Weber dresses modestly and covers her head. They keep kosher and never miss, miss Sabbath at the synagogue. But they do share one oddity. They believe Jesus is the Messiah. And they are not shy shy about spreading their gospel 
According to angry members of the Jewish community who say the couple are really Christian infiltrators fishing for converts, their presence has rocked synagogues in Brooklyn and earlier this month in Chicago. After a visitor from New York recognized Costello from a Williamsburg, I'm sorry, Williamsburg shul and outed him. And I quote, people feel betrayed. One Illinois rabbi told the Jewish telegraphic agency, quote again, if you want to believe in something and sell it, that's your business. But come to but to come into a community and portray to be something you're not, prey on people unsuspecting is unacceptable. End quote. Rabbi Levi Notek, the spiritual leader at the Free Center in Chicago, which is part of the Chabad Lubavitch movement and where the couple worship, alerted a Jewish newspaper about the couple this month. He refused to talk to the Post. Another notice went out on Facebook to the Chicago Jewish community saying everybody is advised not to talk to him. Please do not be a hero and know it all, even if you may not, even if you may have met them and think they're nice. End quote. Weber, who was born Rebecca and raised Christian, told the Post that the couple is not out to trick anyone. And he quote, we believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, she said, using the Hebrew word for Jesus. People don't like that. To spread the word, she once put literature discussing Jesus in gift packs, baskets she gave to Jewish families for the Purim holiday to a decidedly mixed reaction. She admits she wants Jews to believe in Jesus too, but insists the couple are not missionaries or Jews for Jesus an organization that encourages Jews to embrace Jesus as the Messiah, but, Weber said, discourages traditional observances of the Torah. Weber, 29, said the couple lived, I'm sorry, live an Orthodox Jewish lifestyle. She said she wants to convert to Judaism and that her husband was raised as a Christian, but learned later that he had Jewish relatives on his mother's side, so considers himself Jewish. While living in Brooklyn, they worked for Global Gates, an evangelical Christian organization that wants, quote, gospel transformation of the world's most unevangelized people, end quote, including New York's Hasidic sects. Weber said that, I'm sorry, Weber said they were with Global Gates for less than a year. She said her husband, 37, would bring up his beliefs in discussion at Brooklyn Shul's and was generally met with a frosty reception and sometimes threats of violence. Anytime he was asked to leave a shul, he did, she said. She said they left Brooklyn when they lived in, a, in Flatbush because it was too expensive. Weber said since the warnings went out about them this month, her husband lost his job at a kosher supermarket and they have been threatened with violence. Let me stop there just for a moment. Well, let me read one more paragraph and then I'll stop. In a now deleted fire and brimstone post on Facebook, Weber wrote to their accusers, quote, you all have brought shame to Judaism for how you have slandered us and even encouraged others to harm us and our children. If you truly follow Torah, you would love us as the Torah commands and seek to find the truth instead of believe the lies you read. And that's the end of that quote. Um, I'm scrolling down and let's see if there's anything here in the New York Post that was written on this. 
So what I'm going to take do, take a quick break, and I'm going to look for something else on this, and then I'm going to reflect also on what I saw online with the video he did with Dr. Michael Brown. So stay, stay where you're up. Be right back. Don't go anywhere.
coming back. Uvaken Sadikin by Yehuda Gloss. Alright, welcome back to Wrath of the Messiah with Gil Burgos. We are discussing an interesting topic tonight. Uh, in case you're just joining us, it's about a couple who uh, portrayed themselves to the Jewish community as if they were Orthodox, but in reality, they are secret Christians, I think. I'm not sure because I'm reading more on the other article and I'm getting more familiarized with them. And it's, this is from jewishstandard.intimesofisual.com. It's similar to the other article in the New York Post. The New York Post was just condensed uh, story. But when you look at other websites, it's really, they elaborate a lot more on the couple. Uh, I didn't see the, uh, the, the guy, I didn't see his wife, David Costello, the, the one they speaking about here. I didn't see his wife in the video with Dr. Michael Brown. I just saw him and he was, uh, when I saw him, he had a keep on and he had payos uh, on and the long, you know, the side dreads on the side or what you going to call them. They're not dreads. I'm just saying, you know, the curls on the side. Payos. They call them in Jewish circles or Hebrew payos. It's called payos. The side locks. He had the side locks. Um, he had to keep on. He he had all the Jewish garb on, and um, you wouldn't wouldn't know. But again, I mean, when I heard him speak, uh, he was so confused. And this guy it was interesting because he was quoting New Testament verses as, as well as Torah. He was going back and forth and try to uh, defend his argument. With Michael Brown and regarding the oral law, and and then we were going back and forth in the kind of a semi debate in regards to uh, the deity of Yeshua as well as the oral tradition. If you're not familiar with that, in Orthodox Jewish circles and communities, they follow the, what they call the oral law, a law that was handed down by Moses. It wasn't written, but it was an oral law that was handed down from generation to generation up to the Pharisees and Sadducees. It went from word to word, and that's what they call the oral tradition, the oral law. And even to today, uh, mainstream Orthodox Jewish Communities follow in the rabbinic Judaism, that's what I call it, the oral law along with the, the Torah or the Tanakh. They follow both. They consider the oral law just as scriptural as the Bible. They, they say this is scriptural, this is just like the Bible, and they read together. And if you ever wondered why, what these, what these orthodox, rabbinic orthodox Jews are doing in like, in uh, shuls and stuff like that, and they see them sitting, studying, rocking back and forth, they're basically, they they're praying, but sometimes they're studying, and they're studying a lot of uh, the Gomorrah, a lot of it, which is again oral law, and they're studying a lot of of uh, Rambam and Malmedes, and these are like old school uh, rabbis, and they were just very scholarly, and they just knew a lot, and blah blah blah, and they follow these guys as if they were God. I mean, come on. I mean, they, there's, they're like, they're, whatever they wrote in is like, was like law to, to these, to these guys. They just say, no, whatever they wrote, it's law. And it's sad because there's only one law. That's the law of God. I, I don't care what you think of. There's only one Bible, one scripture, and, and that's it. There's nothing you can add to it because Yeshua said, if whoever adds to this book or takes away, will have their share in the, in the lake of fire. And I'm paraphrasing from the book of Revelation. It's no joke. But I'm going to go back to this article here, and it's a little bit different from the one I read from the New York Post. Actually, as I was saying, it's a little similar, but there are there are some similarities, but there's a little difference. For example, uh, let, me, let me go to the third paragraph. It says, to answer the rumors, 
He says, it is true that a couple move into our community in, a, in the purpose of proselyting. That's what one person said, not him. They are confirmed missionaries, read one post, which contain photos of the couple dressed in traditional Orthodox garb, what meaning their clothes. Reached Friday by the Jewish Telegraphic Agency, the couple said they do not, I'm sorry, they, they do believe in Jesus and that one reason they had come become involved in the Jewish community was to spread their beliefs. And here we quote, we want Jewish people to recognize Yeshua as Moshiach and as a Jewish Messiah, Costolo said in the phone interview with using the Hebrew words for Jesus as the Messiah. He claims that he never hid his beliefs if asked and spoke with people in the community about them, but would not specify how many. Costello, who peppers his speech with Hebrew and Yiddish words, said the family is sincere in their observance of an Orthodox lifestyle. And we quote, he's a quotation. He says, we actually keep the Torah and the mitzvahs, end quote. He said again, we actually have an Orthodox life in our house and every day of our life. And they are saying that it's simply to deceive and to bring Jewish people to believe in Jesus. He denies the claim. On Thursday, ICA spoke with the three rabbis who had interacted with the couple. None would allow their names to be printed in the article. And here's a quote. People feel betrayed, said one rabbi who leads a community in Chicago. Quote again, if you want to believe in something and sell it, that's your business. But to come into com a community and portray to be something you're not, prey on people unsuspecting is unacceptable. On Tuesday, the rabbi said a Brooklyn man who was visiting the city attended services at a local synagogue and recognized Costello as the same person who had attended his synagogue at home for six months before the congregants found out that he believed in Jesus and had ties to a missionary group. The rabbi was informed of this and approached Costello the next day. Now, this article is, is rather lengthy. Um, if you want to look at it, it's, getting, it's talking about more of what, what transpired. And it's basically, again, it's talking about them trying to lead people on. And I, actually, they're not really... I wouldn't say they're leading people on because they don't believe what we believe. And it's kind of like, because this guy, he's still, and he's been to seminary because he was saying he studied hermeneutics in a, in a Bible college of some sort. So I think he was, I mean, even my wife said Costello, that doesn't sound Jewish. I said, yeah, that sounds Italian. Unless his, you know, maybe his mother's Jewish and his father's Italian. I don't know. He didn't look anything like Italian to me. He didn't look like a goomba. He, he looked, he looked Jewish to me, an Eastern Ashkenazi. If you ask me the way he looked, he looked, you know, I don't know, but that's how he looked. But I don't think, I don't see them as counter missionaries. If, you know, there's nothing wrong, even if you're an Orthodox, Jews to believe, and they do believe that who Jesus, that he existed. This gentleman, uh, Costello, he goes in even a step further. He believes that, uh, that Jesus rose from the dead and he was crucified and, and he quotes Matthew and, and stuff like that. But when he quotes the New Testament, he tries to use it more so to defend his position as of, as an orthodox type of mentality. And you can't really mix the two. You can't, makes oil and water as they say you it doesn't really go together so he's trying to like blend in and say listen uh you can accept yeshua as the messiah and hold on to those traditions those oral traditions and it's impossible because it, it's not part of the christian faith it, it just coincides it doesn't it, it conflicts rather it, it goes conflicts and it, it's a contradiction of the word 
you know, for example, for example, the washing of the hands, and they made reference to that in the video. You know, Jesus rebuked them because he said, you know, you wash your hands, and you know, like you know, you do these traditions, and it doesn't mean anything. You have to, you know, what are you washing your hands? You make a big deal. It's what you you, you do because you just you touch the the uh, the food with dirty hands. And, and then you're saying that the food is dirty now, and now that you go and you eat it now, you're defiled. And, and it's, you know, it goes beyond that. Jesus was telling them, no, it doesn't have nothing to do with that. You mean, um, I think it's Matthew 23. He's talking, you know, so Jesus said, listen, it's about spiritual things, not physical things. Yeah, your hands are dirty, so what? I mean, it doesn't because your hands have a dirty hands and you eat, doesn't mean it defiles you spiritually. It, it doesn't doesn't do that, and that's what the Pharisees were teaching. And this guy Costello, he believes that stuff. Uh, that's what I'm saying. This it's kind of strange that he would go. He's like two sided. He's speaking from both sides of, of his mouth, and it doesn't work that way. You have to be on this side of the fence or this side of the fence. I mean, there's nothing wrong if you want to continue wearing your Jewish garb. Hey, man, go for it. If you want to continue with your kippah, more power to it. More power to you. If you want to wear your pails on the side locks, man, have at it. I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but it's all about physical things. It's, it's the doctrine that you're trying to put together from two sides of the fence, and they're not going to mix. That's why you get rejected on both sides. You get rejected by Christians. You get rejected by Jews because they're looking at you like you don't make any sense. So I'm praying that maybe in the future that this guy will come to a realization of who Yeshua is, not just a, a Jewish rabbi. And I think the Jewishness in, of Jesus really brought him into like a little close, closer to God. He said, well, uh, you know, but I didn't, I didn't hear too much about them, the justification by faith and saved by grace and all that. They didn't discuss that. I wish maybe there's another video. I'm going to look, go back later on, go see if there's a second part to this, but I didn't hear anything being mentioned about that. I mean, because when you look at, from a rabbinical Judaism, it's not about being saved by grace. It's being saved by mitzvahs, by mitzvahs and, you know, being, doing good and being a good person, being a good Jew. And then God maybe one day will accept you and, and, and allow you to come to heaven because of all the good deeds you do and all the, uh, you kept all the laws, the 613 commandments and you did everything to the letter. And then you followed the oral tradition, which was hundreds and hundreds and probably more than, then uh, more laws and more traditions. And I mean, they get to a point how to tie your shoes, how to put on your socks, what to, what pants, to, uh, which leg to put in your pants. It's so crazy. It's, it's to an extreme that I'm like, who can follow this? That's why many people have come out of that, that type of lifestyle. And he was even saying, uh, David Costello, he was saying that, um, something about Messianic Jews were doing the same thing like him. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that. You know, I, I don't know, but they are. They they better get their act together because they they they're lost. They they really really mess it up in the head. You can't do that. Um, so let me take one more quick break, and then I'm gonna close uh, this article. I'll probably read the final, maybe something else on the bottom. Let me see. If there's something worth reading, and then I'll be back right after this break. All right, so stay tuned. We got the final part. Yeah, 
right, welcome back to Grafted and Messiah. That was Yehuda Glanz from the album Nale. And that song is Yassis. Oh, let me stop that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to finish up here on the final portion of this article. And again, if you want to go back and look at it, it's from jewishstandard.timesofisrael.com. I'm going to go down to the latter part of this article, and then we're going to close here. And there's a part here about Facebook that I saw. Uh, let me see. No, I'm not going to read that. Let me go down. All right, let me start here. It says, David and Rivka have taken a very costly yet bold stand for the Lord in Brooklyn as they live kosher among Hasidim while serving Jesus as their Savior. The newsletter dated uh, November 2016 reads, Costello told JCA that he and his wife were the uh, couple described, but the newsletter inaccurately implied they were had adopted an Orthodox Jewish lifestyle simply to convert people. Another Orthodox rabbi and community leader in Chicago said that the that during Purim, some families have found gift baskets at their homes containing missionary materials, but it wasn't clear at the time who had put them there. The rabbi said he now believes it was the work of the couple. Costello denied he and his wife were behind this and said the couple had done something similar years ago, but not in Chicago. The second rabbi, who had several interactions with the couple, had not suspected that they were missionaries, but said he had felt something wasn't quite right. For example, he said that Costello, who had vast knowledge about the Bible, but spoke poor Hebrew. And though Weber dressed quite modestly, she did not always wear dark colors as traditionally favored by Hasidic women. It did not correctly pronounce certain Hebrew and Yiddish words. It, it's a quotation. I just thought they were there was something off, the rabbi said. <laughs> the second rabbi and community leader put JCA in touch with a rabbi in the Brooklyn neighborhood of Williamsburg who confirmed that the couple had been attending a synagogue there for six months before their beliefs and ties and global gates were revealed. The Brooklyn rabbi said the couple was told not to return to the synagogue and they stood by their beliefs. And by the way, let me stop here there for a moment. I was when I was listening to the watching the video with him and Dr. Brown, he was saying that, well, actually, Dr. Brown said, well, who's your rabbi now since you've been excommunicated from the Jewish uh, Orthodox uh, communities and rabbinicals, Judaism, you've been uh, kicked out, so to speak. Now you're not. I don't see that. You're, it doesn't look like you're in a church, looking like that. You look really stand out, and you're in confusion. He says, "No, no, Yeshua is my rabbi." So that's what he says. I said, "Interesting. Jesus, Jesus is my rabbi too, <laughs> but I have a different Jesus. I don't know what Jesus you're believing in, but my Jesus is the Son of God. He died, and rose again, and he's the second part of the Trinity. That's my Jesus." All right. The article. Let me finish up. It says the second rabbi told. I'm sorry, the second rabbi and community leader put a JTA in touch with the rabbi in the Brooklyn neighborhood of Williamsburg who confirmed that the couple had been attending a synagogue there for six months before their beliefs and ties to global gates were revealed. The Brooklyn rabbi said the couple was told not to return to the synagogue after they stood by their beliefs. Also in Chicago, the pair was told they were not welcome and Costello said he lost his job at the kosher store. The first local rabbi who said people felt betrayed by the couple said the community had warmly welcomed Costello and Weber. And quote, they came to Chicago, they moved there into their neighborhood, dressing and behaving outwardly like Hasidic Jews. He said they were welcome into the community and befriending everyone. Um, 
that's the end of that article. But again, if you go online and you search for them, this call, this one is, this article is called Chicago Couple Lives Like Orthodox Jews and Spreads the Words of Jesus. Um, not my Jesus, another Jesus. It's a different Jesus. Um, there's countless, as a bunch of them, of, of articles on this couple. Some of them have pictures, some of them more elaborate. Um, check it out if you're interested in finding out more about this couple. I don't know where they are today. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to do a search on social media. Maybe they're not even on social media. But I did try to find them, and I'm not giving up. I'm going to try to find these people and see what they're doing now. And I'm hoping that from that was two years ago, I'm hoping that today they've come to a realization of who Yeshua really is, How you know the real Yeshua of the Bible, not something they conjured up, not to make them uh, feel comfortable or fall into their beliefs because he's either all God or not God. He has to be all God. Yeshua has to be all God, not some of God. Okay. And if you believe certain things about him, of course you're going to believe things about him because it's historical. It's in the Bible. It's in the history books. He existed. Yes. So yes, you can believe he existed, but do you really believe who he is, what he proclaims to be? He said a lot of things that hinted, to people, but they missed it. A lot of the he couldn't just say, "Out, oh, listen, I'm God." He was he was walking around as a man. It wouldn't register the brains of, of the people. They say, well, "How can you, a man, be God?" And they, a lot of times they say that you're making yourself a man. You're making yourself to be like God by what you're saying. Only God can, can forgive sins. The Pharisees told him. And then there was another point in John chapter eight that he says, "Before Abraham, I was. I am." And who's the I am? If you remember the story of Moses, it was your God. God said, I am. I am that I am. He told Moses, tell the people, I am has sent you. Why would Yeshua say, I am? Huh? Ding dong. Make sense? Let me tell you something. There's a lot of references that Jesus hinted. And, you know, you had to really be with him and follow him to know who he was. That's why the disciples embraced him. They, they figured it out eventually who this man and they said, wow, this is God. Even Thomas says, my Lord and my God. When he came back one time, he just... My Lord, my God, when he was sure uh, shows up after he's rose from the dead and he believed, he said, this is God. This has to be God in the flesh. I, I, I don't understand it all, but I know this is God. Here he is in the flesh. Amen. All right, guys, I'm out of time. I hope you enjoyed this little show here tonight on Graph of the Messiah with myself, Gil Burgos. But looking out for more shows coming next week. Tonight is, uh, I mean, oh, Lord. Tonight is Thursday, June 23rd, 6.36 p.m. And tomorrow is Shabbat. So we hope that you have a blessed one. For more information on the ministry, again, the website is www.graftedinmessiah.org. What is Grafted in Messiah? After the Messiah is a Messianic Judaic ministry. Why are you doing this? Because I'm Jewish. I'm Sephardic. In case you didn't know. I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I never try to deceive people. People know who I am. And I'm very open about it. Never try. Just people don't know me. Some people know me and some people don't know me. The people that know me know who I am. The people that don't know me are shocked. But when they see me in my real Jewish garb, then they say, oh, and they see me and they hear me and they talk to me and they say, ah, I see where you're coming from. 
Okay. Alright guys, I'm not a counter missionary. I'm not trying to push Jesus on nobody. If you want him, come to him. He will serve. He will uh, save you. Amen. Okay guys. Good night. God bless. And we'll see you again. Shalom.